cups of the rose Bitches in my old phone I should call one and go home I've been in this club too long Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast presented by The Broken Anchor. I'm Coop Ledford alongside Captain Xavier, a.k.a. Cap, and Absent Andy, a.k.a. just Andy. And this is the podcast for fans who appreciate Elias Harden. Speaking of Harden, James Harden is a Brooklyn net. Fellas, how are we feeling about that? Big boys in Brooklyn. <laughs> Pros pro. Andy, do you want to insert silence here? Or? Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence Okay, he inserted right, silence, too. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Roll blob. All right, let's end the podcast. So, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's our distraction, of course. We got some uh, bad news earlier today. Xavier and Seton Hall canceled COVID cases within the Xavier program. Hopefully everyone's okay. But this is kind of, uh, kind of something that really sucks, especially for Andy. Andy, of course, is in quarantine right now. No Xavier basketball to look forward to. <laughs> So we're going to try to ease his mind up a little bit. He has his microphone muted right now. He is openly weeping. I can almost hear it, even though he's muted. But uh, we're just we have some things to talk about. James Harden will dive into Urban Myers, the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is weird. What the so. hell's happening? Yeah, who knows? Andy, thanks for muting yeah. your mic, by the way, because it just would sound just like him in the back of a dump truck. He had all the metal around him, just all the echoey, weepy, you know, it just would have been really bad. So I appreciate you uh, putting your putting your mic on mute there for us because it just would not have been good audio. You know, like I'm just here to create quality content and be <laughs> weeping in a dump truck is not quality content. That's not what the people want. They want to no. see it. They don't want to hear it. They want spiked orange soda with hot sauce in it, and they want us chugging it and then uh, having like, an awful voice crack with a Go Huskies like Dan Hurley. <laughs> what a weird job. <laughs> I, was, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> that was great. All right, let's go to the room. Let's go to the fucking intro. <laughs> All right.
right, fellas, welcome back. Well, girls too. I don't want to be sexist. This is going to be bad. I mean, we're in a bad mental headspace. I think I speak for all of us. I'm Paul Pierce in the wheelchair, so I appreciate uh, Coop kind of wheeling me into the podcast here. Appreciate you, Coop. <laughs> you're you're a real teammate. Thank you. Um, yeah, I feel like Dan Hurley after hot sauce, man. I'm just in a rough spot. You know, that's life. Uh, we got no Xavier basketball, but we're gonna we're gonna find a way. We're gonna call an audible, and we're gonna talk about just the craziness that is the current sports landscape. I mean, we've got you know, three superstars in, in, uh, in Brooklyn, one's Kimbo slice, one's Kevin Durant. And one, to Brooklyn. And, and, yeah, that, that was, that was good. And then one is just a picture of uh, a background with nothing. So it's crazy times. And Coop, how the fuck is urban Meyer, the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars? I just, what, what? You ever been to Jacksonville? I actually have not to brag. It's a dump. <laughs> really? Well, it's not, it's not a good place. Do they have trucks there. That's what I'm, but then again, I mean, he he lived and worked in Gainesville for a few years, so anything's an upgrade from that. But very random, very random. I mean, I would trade spots just because of the weather, but it's like if you took the weather out of it, it's <laughs> Jacksonville's rough, dude. Florida's just weird. Like they say, the more north you go, the more south it gets. And that's where Urban Meyer is, basically in Georgia. Trevor Lawrence, he'll have that sunshine hair and the sunshine state. It's going to be weird, man. Is it just me? I was I was telling this to Julie today. Is like, is just going to the NFL just like the classic? Like, I'm a college coach who was good, and like, just you know, my career is flaming out because I was on some fuck shit, and now I'm just gonna take an NFL job, like you know, Pete Carroll, Urban Meyer. Like, I feel like that's just the place you go, like after you've just done some fuck shit in college. No, because I mean, Urban Meyer was in a great spot. He was very well loved at OSU. He, you think he was in a great? You think he was in a great spot? Oh, he was in a phenomenal spot. He had a big noon kickoff. I'd like to hear from Coop on that, like where where his standing was. Like I think he was in some some doo doo when he left Ohio State. Yeah, uh, arguably, but now I mean he There's owns not, like not restaurants. Not the extent of Pete Carroll, but right. I mean he owns restaurants in Columbus and stuff like that. Urban's Pint House and huge Ohio State guy. Like still yeah. tweets about Ohio State openly. Roots for Ohio State helps with stuff. Like I mean friends with Ryan Day, the coaching staff, players, all that. So, okay. I mean, he'll always be a, he'll always be a legend, an urban yeah. legend, so to speak, at <laughs> Ohio State. I love it. I love it. When I was at the Wisconsin game last year, I mean, Urban was doing the big noon kickoff, which was right by the student section. The student section spent about 25 minutes trying to get him to do an I.O. after they did O.H. So, they, they very much love him up there. <laughs> yeah, they love Urban. But it's just such I a weird fit, too. It, it is weird. I mean, I think it'd be different if he was actively coaching before taking the job. Say he's at Ohio State, just had, you know, a 10-plus win season, and then jumps to an NFL team that went 1-15. It's kind of like when uh, Beeline left Michigan for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, yeah. Like, you could just see that that just wasn't going to work out. Like, going from a really good program to the next level, but inheriting a, a bad team. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess slugs. he sees the future in it, but yeah. But I guess Urban sees the future in it. Having the number one overall pick definitely will help. But they're gonna need a be, lot. When he has Ian Book under center, he'll he'll start winning games. <laughs> and then too, it's just like if you're the if you're Jack if you're Jacksonville, like how do you feel about that longevity? Like how long was he at Ohio State? Like I just don't think that there's a good indication that he's going to be anywhere for longer than five years. Yeah, and I mean, he, he did have some health concerns after he right. stopped coaching at Ohio State. He had a, a 
a cyst on his brain that he had to have surgery on and stuff like that. And some heart, I guess, I don't want to say problems, but concerns, but right. yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's hard to, hard to say. Weird fit, but it's also Jacksonville. Like JT Barrett definitely will get signed on their practice squad. Yeah. Though. It's going to be interesting, man. I'd love to see Tebow get a last chance and you know, whatever the case may be. Like, it's, it's just weird. Like, God, it's just a weird fit. And, and uh, we're going to see a QB room of, Trevor Lawrence, Dwayne Haskins, and JT Barrett. <laughs> Can't it's, wait. It's going to be something else down there, man. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting that, – that'd be a weird Ooh, game. Or does he trade for Burrow? I mean, does it's a strategy. It? It's a strategy. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what they'd have to, to trade for Burrow, but maybe. Let's oh, just they, trade they won't have picks. to trade about their, their next 17 years worth of picks. The Bengals should just keep trading whoever they draft the number one pick for the next number one pick. Just keep the second that's where we, that's yeah. where we end up anyway yeah why not um urban weird uh it's just super weird i can't wait to talk to marcus about that and then just the nets dude like what is the nba like what are they doing man what I are mean, they I, doing I, I get the move because it's just but it's just like the thing, i don't <laughs> even get the move for the nets yeah that's stupid well i mean aren't they kind of doing like a better version of what they did Pretty much when the Nets moved to Brooklyn, I mean, they when just they dumped all Pearson, their assets. They dumped um, all their assets to get all the old superstars: Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. And, and how did uh, that Jared. work out? They already tried that. What all they did was get um, all they did was get Boston Jason Tatum. Yeah, I think this is different. Uh, I think these guys have a little bit more prime left and are they, better players than what they. They're better players and like they have prime left, but they're not going to work together. And then two, it's just a freaking tinderbox, like. If, it, if I was an NBA GM, I would have given up on anything Kyrie Irving three or four years ago. Like, I, I he, gave up on um, – I don't know what, what you would want. Yeah, like, I, I gave up on James Harden before I gave up on Kyrie Irving. The dude's yeah, never going to win a championship. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I think never Harden – going to win a championship. I, am, I will die on that hill. His play style sucks. Absolutely yeah, I sucks. Mean, I mean, but he's he's been efficient with, with what he does. I mean – I'm not. I'm not willing to write him off as much, but he's also just been mentally a different a different guy the last year or so too. I mean, there's just a lot there. His stats like, are good, but damn, like he holds the ball for 14 of the 24 seconds in the shot clock, and then he, like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are not spot shooters. They're not PJ Tucker. They they want the ball. Yeah, I don't so, see how that works. Um, I mean, that there are three really good players, like you know whatever, but like I just don't see how that works. Like. Like, I think KD's the only one that, like, I think won't be an issue. And uh, KD's going <laughs> to yeah. thrive. Yeah, KD's like, KD's, like KD's the I'm, alpha there. I'm and really that's impressed. where I think the issue is. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, KD's – yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be weird, man. <laughs> and it's just going to be – it's going to be hilarious, though. Like, there's going to be so much drama coming out of there. It's going to be insane. Like, Kyrie didn't want to be a second fiddle to LeBron. And now he's going to be a third fiddle <laughs> to Fat James yeah. Harden and Kevin Durant you know, on a huge comeback, Kevin Durant's been fantastic. Like I've, I've been a Kevin Durant hater, uh, since the golden state move. Um, but I'm very, very impressed by his, by this comeback. Like that's pretty incredible to be as good as he's been. I don't, I don't, I don't think I was a hater of Kevin Durant. I thought it was a weak move, but I've always loved his game and respected the hell out of like how his good of a player incredible. he is. Um, but I can't say I rooted for him. Yeah, I loved him. Move. I loved him before Golden State. I just thought it was the weakest move I've seen in sports. And yeah. then, you know, to play the tough guy role when you joined a 73-win team and you're a top right. two player in the world, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You yeah, know what I mean? like, like, we all know he's a damn good player. Then when he joined yeah. Brooklyn, 
just call yeah, it what it is. You're you're gonna go win championships because yeah. you're playing with three other hall, like at least two other hall of famers, probably three. You know what I mean? And those teams are just ridiculous. Like, get out of here with the tough guy shit. <laughs> like, go win your championships, make your money. You know what I mean? Like, I get it, but like, come on, we all know what you did. Like, LeBron had no chance against those teams. Um, I just thought it was incredibly weak, and then to be a tough guy on top of it, get out of here. Um, but I, I have to respect this. But dude, like Kyrie, like walking around just putting off incense before games and you know like I, I just love the tweet where it's like this guy trying to like work from home in the nba like <laughs> like he's just like in a work remote. he's a basket case dude and like i just don't see how it works it's gonna be fun it's gonna be crazy but i just don't see how it works at all i think that's just what duke does to you <laughs> yeah and he played like nine games there yeah well, I mean, it, it clearly they're teaching the, the world is flat course over there at Duke. Uh, you know, that, that academic well, is. institution is, well, obviously. Have you seen the documentaries? Real, real. Uh, uh, yeah, I have actually. There's a great one on Netflix I highly recommend. Dude, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I watched like nine minutes of it, and I think my IQ dropped like 60 points. It, it was it's a like tough a, a, guy, a guy and this girl that are convinced it's flat, and they just try to prove it to everyone and there's just like the stupidest shit you can think there of there's nothing dude it is a brutal watch <laughs> photoshop was a big thing in the 1960s when um neil armstrong was on the mood looking at the spherical earth yeah there's there's just some space shuttle photos that would you know <laughs> change your perspective but what can you do uh <laughs> you know my uh my sister has a friend who works at nasa or for nasa i should say and i met him and I like shook his hand. We're in like a crowded bar, and I whispered in his ear, "I'm like, so it's flat, right?" And he's like, "Dude, what the fuck?" He's like, "I'm tired of people <laughs> asking me that." <laughs> that must suck, dude. Like having that much knowledge, like on space, which I think is incredibly interesting, and then getting like the most elementary question of all time. It's like being like yeah. an incredible mathematician and getting like some like two plus two shit. Like it's insane. Um, yeah, it, the flat that, Earth is hard. It is. It it's is like tough. it's like a Baylor basketball player being asked what a rebound is in the press conference <laughs> how does Yale out rebound Baylor let me get some stupid ass answer that is that's a classic interview be better um but holy shit this is gonna be crazy and uh I don't know if I, I think it's just crazy like people just vaulting them to the champion like to championship status I'm like LeBron and Lakers are gonna run through these dudes like there's just oh, yeah. no there's no fucking way um I don't know about you guys I don't even see them getting out of the east or I mean, they might make the Eastern Conference Finals because the East is what it, what it is. Um, but holy shit! <laughs> like, how long we how long we given that a year for that for that whole thing to coexist? I'll give I will give it. It'll it'll they will start next year together. I think it may be um like a Jimmy Butler drama situation where like one of them forces his way out of there, um yeah. the, like three games into the season. But I think they start next year together. Yeah, we'll see. Nothing would shock me, and like I just saw, feel like we saw yeah. Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and Carmelo Anthony. How well that didn't work? Like, yeah, that was a complete shit show. Yeah, and that's just what you get when you get aging superstars that just aren't what they used to be, but mentally think they are what they used to be. Like, yeah, but I think I think here you have three dudes that are. They're still, I think they're still relatively they're in their still primes. Damn you know? good players. Yeah, from like, a talent perspective. Players, but they yeah, they all but, play the same way. Like, I'm not worried about Durant. And they're at never all. gonna be like the the real big three like LeBron, D. Wade, and Chris Bosch. Then the second best big three of us three, and then the third oh. best big three, of course, of Carmelo, Anthony, 
Amari Stoudemire and Jeremy Lin for like a one week stretch. <laughs> Fair enough. That's just ha- that's just hashtag analysis right there, man. Get on you, Coop. Uh, yeah, I just don't see it working, but it's gonna be funny. I mean, and that's what I'm here for. And I think I think funny definitely wins. I think good basketball loses. And like you said, Andy, they just don't compliment each other at all. I mean, I think I think KD just about compliments anything. But other than that, those other two, I mean, Harden and Harden and and, and Kyrie could not be worse compliments for each other. No. Just not, not. They're both ball dominant. They both have great passing skills and great scoring ability, but they're both so ball dominant. There's only 24 seconds in a shot clock. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be rough. And then too, I mean, we kind of we were talking about this a little bit before the show, just like the assets that got you know traded around and the whole uh, ripple effect from this. Uh, Man, Houston, that's a win. I mean, you you have, and I know Harden's a fantastic player, and they've been really good with him. Um, but I don't think they're ever to be a contender with James Harden, like a real contender, um, just with what you were able to bring in there. Um, and you just got, you know, the just gauntlet. You know what I mean? And as far as picks and assets, uh, pretty incredible. And they got Oladipo, um, but it, it's it, they got one hell of a load for a guy that didn't want to be there. One hell of a they got one hell of a load, boys. Yeah, got Levert. They already have. Plenty of talent there. John well, Wall, Boogie Cousins. Oh, shit, you're yeah, right. Vic. Yeah, and Oladipo. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And I think LaVert's um, an underrated get for, for Indy, by the way. It is. We'll get to that. Yeah. It, anywhere with Edmund Sumner. I mean, I Edmund mean, Sumner will just make anyone else on the floor I better. Think it's officially Sumner season at that point. Like, they got rid of like, – it was like they clearly saw Edmund Sumner as their future. Like, all right, we got to get this injury-prone shooting guard out of here. Let's send him and get a, um, another guard to compliment Ed. Yeah, they're clearly building around Ed Sumner right now. I mean, I think that's that's blatantly obvious. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting ripple effect. I think I think Karis Levert's a super underrated get. Uh, I think he might be a better long term asset than than Oladipo. And I actually like Oladipo quite a bit. And I'm glad he's bounced back pretty well. He looks like himself. But he's 29. You know what I mean? Like he's not. Right. Yeah, coming off injuries, like just call it what it is. Like it's just not the best track record for success there. But uh, it'll be fun, man. And the NBA is just the, the perfect soap opera. And and like. Uh... The Pacers' defense just got really, really good. Like, Miles Turner in the middle and Brogdon and Levert. And, I mean, Sumner's a good defender as well, but so he'll, he'll be coming off the bench. But Brogdon yeah. and Levert, they'll be great compliments of each other in the, in the backcourt. And then you I got think Levert's a beast, man. He, I think he's, he's a so star. He, he is yeah. – he, one of my friends is a Pacers friend, uh, fan, and he asked me – he was at first pissed that they traded Vic. And yeah. then he, he asked me – is Levert good? Like, did you watch the bubble at all last year? Levert's a beast. I, th- I think Levert's a beast in the bubble. And he's been been good. I think he's been slept on for a few years. I think he's, the last year or so. He's continuing to grow. Yeah, absolutely. I remember, you know, X played him at Michigan, and I was like, this is a bad dude. And he's gotten way better since then, man. Yeah, he's he's a bad dude for sure. And I'm, I'm actually, like, pleasantly surprised by how good his NBA career has been. I thought he was going to be good, but, I mean, he's really cemented himself in a really good spot. Um, NBA drama. I mean, I think I'm, I'm squared away. It's just going to be a hell of a soap opera, a lot of good memes, as we've seen. Uh, I just, I, I just I think, can't wait to see the interviews and shit. Like, it all falling apart. It's I love the DeMarcus it. Cousins comments. <laughs> What's he even saying? Like, um, like he's been saying like how, um, cause apparently Harden was like throwing some Houston players under the bus and cousins was like, there's no drama within the locker room. It's all been him. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely been, I mean, Houston is such a win, dude. Like I know he's got a lot of value as a player, but he's been off the rocker, dude. He hasn't like, won them anything and they just got 17 picks and 
the I mean, they've been really good him. under him. Like they've been really good with Harden. Like I don't like the playoffs. They've underachieved for sure, but they've been really good with Harden. Like they've won a lot of games with him, uh, and he's been easily the main piece yeah, on like, that he, team. He's gotten them here, but not. But there's this hump that he has not gotten them over. We love <laughs> humping here. So and we're at this he has level. Not been humping not enough. Uh, nothing like a visual display on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can't beat a visual display on an audio medium. You can't beat that. Uh, <laughs> but I am ready, if you guys are, to answer some dumbass questions and just get caught up in the weeds. And let's just get, you know, let's just get drunk about this. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, we'll talk about our Xavier Muskies real quick. Obviously, the game's postponed, uh, nothing in sight. Uh, tough sledding for our Muskies. I was really looking forward to this game. Um, but all things considered, X is in a really good spot. Uh, I would rather have a couple games get postponed, and we don't really have any details yet as far as, you know, if there is a positive test, whatever. I guess we'll figure that out in the coming days, and I'm not we'll looking tomorrow, forward to that. A, we'll know, they'll get yeah. tested tomorrow. We'll find out if it's a false positive. I'm really I, not looking forward to that um, news cycle. But I did hear that. Kiki said on his live that Sahi, Kunk, and Nate are hanging out. They're not quarantined. So I think we might be able to cross them off the list. Well, yeah. I, I just, dude, this just sucks, man. Like, it does. What a year. Like, it's like half of our, like, scoops and shit is like, who's quarantined? Who's not? You know, it's just yeah. like, God, dude, I just don't. It just does yeah. not interest me at all. Remember <laughs> like when, it, remember the good old days when you could trust that you have a game scheduled? Yeah, yeah. Took it for granted, but, it, but all things considered, man, like it's been a good season. Like X has been good. I think it's been a huge comeback so far. I'm hoping that we can stay on the rails. It just, as much as anything, it just hurts your rhythm. You know what I mean? Losing more. I felt like we were finally starting to get close to getting back in rhythm here. And it's just like, you lose, you lose time, man. You lose, you, you lose that coexistence. You lose that, that chemistry and stuff that you would have just being together and practicing and everything like that. So it hurts, but I mean, but they're in a good spot, man. I think they'd be in the tournament today and that's, I'd call that a win for this season. I win mean, one more game, and I think yeah. you're in. Win, win, and you're in. I think with X right yeah. now. So uh, <laughs> maybe it's a steal tactic. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's delay a couple losses here. We're we're in. All we need, all we need to do is win one more, and we're good. So hey, we have a quad it. one win now. Yeah, so yeah. Let's just golden. let's fast forward to like I think we have like a DePaul Georgetown Saint like stretch coming on. We get I think we have DePaul Saint John's. Maybe it's not Saint John's, but we have three of the shit teams coming up. Um, I think maybe DePaul, he's like Butler. Yeah, DePaul Butler. We have another shit one. Maybe it's the Paul Butler Georgetown. Fordham. Sure. Fordham. Uh, actually, they're pretty good. Uh, they beat Dayton, by the way. Just, I mean, don't sleep. Future Big East team as well. <laughs> the Dayton Big East crowd's weird, by the way. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, maybe he's just like, you know, let's fast forward to that. You know, get some easy Ws. We'll go back into quarantine. Just he's just trying to cement his spot. You know, like, they're resting up. I mean, Kiki mispracticed with an injury today, so he's just giving him some time to heal. So, no need to take an unnecessary risk. Uh, so, right, so good exactly. on you, coach. Yeah, good. It, yeah. And, uh, Smart and I, I do steal. I do love the uh, <laughs> the steal going back to bars Twitter. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, it's it's wild times, man. It's uh, <laughs> it's tough sledding. As, as if, like, what, over a month later, it could just now have caused yeah. COVID. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Should have gone to that damn bar, huh? Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't have not gotten COVID a month ago, and now we're going to bring it up. Yeah, tough, tough times. But I say we – I mean, honestly, man, like, I'm not interested at all in talking about Xavier basketball right now. It just is going to bum me out. I say we answer some stupid-ass questions and just bullshit the rest of this thing. All right, yeah, let's <laughs> let's go through it, crack open the beers, and – And cry in the back of the dump truck. All right, let's uh, go get uh, – <laughs> let's go get the mail. Let's start Lecta off – play, laughed until we cried. There is uh, quite 
a tweet from Ian McFeatherstone, and he has four questions. So, question one, if you won $7,584.27, what would you do with it down to the exact penny? That number again, $7,584.27. Andy, let's start with you. If you won $7,584.27, what would you do with it down to the exact penny? I mean, that should be just enough to buy a dump truck. Damn, okay. Depends on who your dump truck guy is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I might not have the best one I've ever heard from in a while. Um, so he <laughs> might be overcharging me. But Probably a I used think, model or right, something like that. So 6000 it goes right to a dump truck. And then, okay. um, so 7000 how much? Because this is important. I'm glad you asked. $7,584.27. So you have just over $1,500 left. All right. So then I buy Xavier season tickets. Okay. In the upper bowl because, you know, fuck the lower bowl. Um, We like energy here. And then, you know what? Getting a whole lot of Bud Light. That's pretty good. I think... I might have like truck thing, left. The dump truck thing might not be great because I just looked it up how much a dump truck costs and they can cost between a hundred thousand and a hundred fifty thousand. So and what, used, what ones, used? used ones <laughs> swing between a huge range here, fifteen thousand and one hundred thousand. But <laughs> I mean maybe maybe you could find one that has like a salvage title or something. I mean I can I can see what i can i work at andy's, a car dealership I'll andy's bore at right now going to the car lot and looking at hummers and be like i have four hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> classic andy cap what would you do with seven thousand five hundred eighty four dollars and 27 cents i know you've been on that bitcoin game with seven thousand five hundred forty two dollars and something something cents um i'm throwing it all into stonks dude i'm just going straight stonk mode uh i just i got to get the exponential growth going so i can just not ever work a bullshit job in my life as soon as possible and uh and just bullshit with andy all day and then you know sit in the back of a dump truck and you know i want to i want to pay for andy's dump truck in cash and uh that, that would be just the coolest christmas gift ever just throwing a big bow on a on a dump truck for andy someday so uh so i'm just trying to get that stonk money coming in and all, all the bitcoins give me all the bitcoins every single one of them and and then, uh, you know, going straight to the moon. And then I'm just going to, you know, put a big old bow on a dump truck for Andy. Maybe a cement truck yeah, or maybe yeah. like three, you know, I, I don't know. But, you know, I'll, I'll be looking into trucks now and just kind of game planning that kind of deal. Yeah, I was me. thinking that you were like, I was like, wow, you're really taking the mature route. And then I realized you're using that money to buy a dump truck <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, mature to immature. So I'm going to start mature and then I'm going to go immature. So you got to earn That's the immaturity, Andy. You That's gotta the way the you blob rolls, baby. You got to fight for your right to party, Andy. Coop, what are you doing with uh, $7,584.27? If I was handed a check for that, first thing I'd do, I would probably go buy a new toothbrush. I just, the one I have yeah. right now, I was just kind of average. I've been seeing those ads <laughs> for the ones that like suction cup onto your mirror. I just think that would save me a lot of time. And wait, wait, wait. how does that work? You just like open your mouth and. Oh man, I I wish you guys could see what Andy is doing right now. Andy, how, what's it look like when you brush your tongue? <laughs> exactly what it looks like when you stuck stick the toothbrush in your mirror. 
That's actually, that's that's innovation though, man. Like I can't even hate on yeah. that. That's innovation. So <laughs> I, I would buy a toothbrush, probably buy a brush for each individual tooth. I just think the cross contamination can't be too sanitary. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Can't be too and careful then, on these times, Coop. Good on you. I'll probably put some money into renovating the outside of my apartment building because I've been walking the dog outside on the ledge of my building and it's just not very wide. Some people are afraid of heights. I'm afraid of widths. So, but <laughs> I'll, I'll just widen that a little bit. He's afraid of and, widths. Uh, and then after that, they made I a horizontal drop. So left, this man would be fucked. <laughs> equator's fake by the way, but after oh, that, that, I'd probably just um, probably just burn it, make like a TikTok of me burning money. <laughs> that's, that's, a that's the offense. best use of all three of us, hands down. <laughs> what what bullshit we got from boy? Incredible. Yeah, suction cup toothbrush. Next question. Next question from Ian is: If you could eat only one condiment for the rest of your life, what would it be? And I don't know if he's asking if this is the only thing you can eat ever or if it's just when you do eat condiments this is what it's sounding you like use, the only so condiment you, i'm 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 perceiving it as only I'm condiment yeah only condiment you get to use i mean it's it's an obvious one for me boys and uh i love i love my condiments i just hot sauce counts as a condiment if hot sauce counts as a condiment, oh, yeah. i'm going hot Definitely. sauce e- easy money no ifs ands or buts i'm going hot sauce it's going to be between hot sauce and sriracha for me mustard's close uh big big mustard guy people know that um, but yeah, I think it's going to be hot sauce and I'm not really even thinking twice about it. I'm taking my hot sauce and running, pouring it in my, uh, orange soda. Andy, uh, what about you? I'm going ranch. That, that was a thought. Yeah. I can, I can use ranch in just about anything. So not mayonnaise. No, no, not a mayonnaise. It's too thick. Okay. Is mayonnaise a condiment? It's we know it's an instrument, but. But I, I think I'm agreeing with you, Cap. I'm going with hot sauce, specifically Skyline hot sauce. It's oh, really good oh, it's on pretty much anything. If you ever put it in mac and cheese, I That's highly fantastic. recommend that as a breakfast bowl, Skyline hot sauce. I'm That's having a, a tough time not putting hot sauce in anything these days. It's tough. I mean, chocolate milk, Lucky Charms. Uh, yeah. You better hope bananas. no UConn fan hears this or else Yogurt. we're all drinking hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I want to start a new business, Hot Balls Dairy Company. Just <laughs> all kinds of dairy with hot sauce in it. Jalapeno milk, just all kinds of good shit. Oh, man, that's oh, what man. I love on my cereal. Reese Puffs and jalapeno milk. Oh, dude. If you thought it was good, good regular, for your wait to have digestive spice. health. <laughs> what could go wrong? What's question number Nothing. three, then? Question number three, which Big East team makes it deepest in March and why? And I can answer the why. It would just be they've one more games than the rest. Yeah, classic Baylor. So which, answer there. Yeah. which team is going to do that? Oh man. Well, I'll tell you who's not gonna do that. Providence. <laughs> we know that. I don't know, man. They're actually my pick, and this is why. Prov is gonna do what Prov does, and they're gonna get it. They're gonna figure it out, but it's gonna be too late. So they're gonna go to the NIT and they're gonna go super deep in March in the NIT. It's definitely gonna be Providence. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Now, is there even an NIT this year? God help me if there's not. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know if I'll make it if there's not an NIT this year, Andy. I don't even want to think about that possibility, okay? Don't let Paula McDougal hear that. <laughs> <laughs> <At all. laughs> 
I gotta be I gotta be feeling NIT brackets, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go with the simple answer. I do think Creighton goes the farthest. I think that so you're the saying third. Nova's losing in the second round. Because it's one or the other. I mean, they're either cutting down the nets or losing yeah, the Right, yeah. They're losing yeah. the round of 32, apparently. They yeah. do not. They would never it lose in the Elite Eight. Could you imagine? There's If there's one team I would never want to see in the Elite Eight, it's Nova. It's like, oh, they made, they made it past the they great the, filter, bro. There's no way they're losing they that. They get hot. Like, yeah. You see them in the 316 Elite Eight, you're just like, fuck. <laughs> you got yeah. that eight-seed matchup in Rutgers. You're like, oh, come on, Rutgers. Please, the love of God, stop the runaway train. Don't let him get. Don't let him get started. Yeah, exactly. You can't let it. Can't get ahead of steam. No, never that. Coop, what about you, bro? Uh, yeah, probably Nova, just by default. Just going with Nova, maybe Xavier. Got to give credit to our boys. <laughs> I don't really have uh, faith that that will happen. But what age I'm, were you when you stopped putting Xavier, Xavier in the final four in every single bracket you ever made? <laughs> uh, I still haven't done that. It's like. Okay. So, the year so, they didn't so you make print, it. like, well, I guess people don't really print brackets, but whoa, I remember whoa, 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 whoa. I print brackets I'm a big every bracket single printer. printer. It's, it's all, not all the on the same. wall. Yep, it's not the same if you're not holding it in your hand. I'm telling you. That's one thing I'll take. That, like, that's true. I'm a big innovation guy. I'm all big paperless guy. Not brackets, though. That's my one. You, one snap you know, what sucks, though, is like, so a couple years back, I think it was like two years ago. Well, it had to have been if it was, there was no tournament last year, but like my family does like this bracket challenge through ESPN.com and everything. And it's like, th- my family doesn't that know shit about college basketball or anything like that. So I'm like making picks based on who has the better team. I'm looking at stats and head to heads and everything like that. And then it's like, I finished like last place. And then everyone's <laughs> just like, uh, yeah, I'm going to take four one seeds in the final four. And then they just destroy me. And it's just <laughs> demoralizing. It's like this is something I follow, and I have nothing to show for it. Coop, no if lie. there's any kind of sports, anything that is just you don't use if you have knowledge, it's the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Knowledge hurts you going into the NCAA tournament. You want yeah. to know nothing. The girl, the girl I was dating um, about five years ago. Um, she, we were watching a, we were watching the Xavier Villanova game, and she goes, "Who's that team Xavier's playing? It's Villanova." I can't talk right now. Xavier's playing Villanova. I like their outfits. They're going to win the national championship. This was 2016. W. Yep. And then she picked her entire bra- bracket on who had the best outfits and got that- second place. <laughs> is that why she? Is that why it didn't work for you guys? Your outfits weren't up to snuff? Yeah, I didn't have a good enough outfits. No, I work hard. Who does? Who does? <laughs> the pockets are so useful, bro. I can't hate on that. <laughs> But let's so, hope we have a safe March Madness, can crown a champion, and it seems at least somewhat normal. And let's pray we have an NIT also, the guaranteed God, yeah. rate bowl that was scheduled for December 26th at Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, between the fifth-place team of the Big 12 and sixth-place team of the Big 10 was canceled. So if you cool. have the guaranteed rate bowl and the NIT canceled in the same year, what's the, what's the point? I know. Like, why even keep going at that point? Let's just, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It was a Mickey and, Mouse season anyway. Exactly. And speaking of canceling seasons, question number four, could Coach K turn DePaul around? I mean, turn him around from what? They're already back. Yeah. 
Like, like turn them back around to shithole? Yeah, that he should, could. Would DePaul even want Coach K? I don't know. This is coming from Ian. I think DePaul, I mean, technically is in a better spot than Duke right now. I mean, I mean, are they talking about him as an assistant, like on Dave, on, on Lato's staff? Like, uh, what are we talking about here? I don't know. That's you'll have to take it up with Ian okay. Featherstone. But I mean, like Coach K could go anywhere and they would dominate. I mean, he come on. He could. He, he could. Might create, actually, he might actually be able to recruit Chicago at that point. He could. He could create South Harmon's two technology, and they would. They would dominate. He could bring five stars to That's South Harmon. Yeah, I mean, come on. He could K. bring five stars to Fordham. No doubt. Well, Once I mean, in the Big East. Yeah, recruiting the Big East ain't that, ain't that tough. Yeah, easy, easy fit. <laughs> yeah, Coach K would dominate. Let's go on to our next question from Cranges McXavier Basketball. He says, playing, coaching, or being a fan, what is the most ridiculous thing you've ever said to about or said to or about <laughs> a basketball referee? What did they do to deserve it? <laughs> that sounded like Michael Scott just sputtering out of control. Don't ever, for any reason, do anything to anyone <laughs> for any reason whatsoever. Ever. <laughs> I don't care. For any reason at all. For any reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> worst thing a ref has ever done. Um, man, worst I was... thing you've ever said said to or said about a referee and what did they do to deserve it? My brother puked on a ref once. That's got to stand for, for something. Yeah. yeah, classic CYO game. We lost like the final four. Little bro was pissed. He was probably like seven or eight. And he wanted to, he wanted the ref to hear about it and he puked on the ref. Yeah, so Andy, I think, I think he, I would, mean, he would win. Andy, I feel like you've got to have a good story coaching basketball. I mean, are you tough on those refs? I do work the refs a little bit. Um, I have told there was a ref that told me to um, quiet down because he's the one being paid to ref this game, and I told him we want a refund. Um, but I was a little worse as a player. Um, <laughs> I can't even imagine Andy between the lines. like, <laughs> so there Especially was with like, the juices flowing, like especially 10 years ago. Like, oh, my goodness. There was one game. We were playing Bracken County High School, and um, they won. Uh, so this they received an inbound pass. The guy takes four steps and spins, and no walk is called. Then he passes to a dude who hits a, a three from the volleyball line at the buzzer. And I told this dude that, I'm gonna go get your um, I'm gonna go get oh, no. your blind cane and hit you with the hit you in the neck with it. Next time you make a call that bad, hit him with the blind cane. I right. I, I got real violent and <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> like that can't that that stick that stick that he that he feels the way around with the stick, right? Right. I thought he was yeah, gonna break yeah, out all the profanity and he hit him with like an eleven-year-old playground, <laughs> and hit you in the and was hitting you in the fucking neck with it. That was a hell of a setup for that, Andy. I got to give you that. That was a hell of a setup for that. Yeah. Uh, like, like, like that was, that was the one time I didn't cuss. Like I was like the one time I didn't cuss at a ref. Yeah. And I, in soccer, like I literally, I got a yellow card for literally saying "you suck, sir." I threw a sir in there. Sir. I mean, that was that wasn't the that wasn't the worst. Like, cause I I, th- I think back to after I said it, 
and like what the fuck did that even mean yeah, it, I mean, it's it, it of coming out of my mouth. It paints a mental, it paints a mental image. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, if you didn't throw in that, sir, you would have definitely got a red card. Oh, and you would have deserved yeah. it. No question. It's all, it's all about respect. Let's go to our next question, though. Daniel James, he says, who would win in a fight, Kirby or Blob? Kirby, of course, is the little pink guy from the video games. I don't know. I've never played it. Or the blue Blob. See, I noticed that this was a Providence fan, so I'm, like, thinking that this is a Providence mascot, so I'm just, like, scrolling through Providence mascots. Think, who the fuck Kirby is? <laughs> just to find out the dude from the video games. The video game disrespect is real around here. Uh, I mean, Coop's our, our senior college football analyst. I'll be our senior video game analyst, guys. Being a, I've probably logged thousands of hours into Smash Bros, and Kirby's a Smash Bros goat. So I'll, I'll field this one if that's all right. Um Kirby can brawl, man, and, and Kirby can take on the power of anyone that he, like, he eats. Kirby can, like, suck people up, spit them out, and then he takes their power. So it would be a real sword fight you know, with tongues, I feel like. Um, but you, you just can't beat the original. And if you guys have ever seen that SpongeBob episode with a guy named Flats who, like, talks about beating up SpongeBob the whole time, then he, we finally gets to beat him up. It just doesn't hurt him at all. I kind of feel like that's all squeaky. Yeah, I think that might be the blue blob. Like, you could just do anything to him, and, he, you know, he would just – it just tickle him. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I, I'm here for the sword fight, you know, with Kirby and Blue Blob. I think Blue Blob takes it. You just can't beat the original. I hope that was a good break. I feel like Blob would kind of make like an Elmo sound, like for Pillsbury <laughs> Doughboy, maybe. I yeah, feel like he I'm definitely would make a sound yeah. when you poke him. Oh, yeah. No poke question. him, punch him, do whatever you want to him. He'll make a noise. In my now, mind, they does, could yeah. be talking about uh, Kirby Smart, uh, the head coach of the University of Georgia football team. If, if it's Kirby Smart in the blue blob fighting, uh, I think I'd go with the blob on that one. It's close, though. It's close. Yeah. Uh, Kirby, the name Kirby throws me off. I played AAU with a guy named Kirby who should have played D1. He's like six foot nine and like freakishly strong. Nice. Yeah. So it always like, it's either like the pink cartoon character or my six foot nine, you know, friend who dunked on me in sixth grade. So, um, yeah, just a, a, a weird contrast there. But it's blob all day. I mean, come on. Either way, they can't take the tongue. And what's our next question? You can't take the tongue. Roll blob <laughs> You know, what we really need is the guys at uh, third floor to make a uh, a, uh, a matchup graphic for Kirby versus Blob with the height, the weight, the age. Let's collab. Yeah, like I that. was thinking call. that. We got to collab with those guys. Yeah, let, let's let's figure something out here. All right, yeah, I'm if down. anyone listening hasn't seen their Twitter, definitely check it out. I've learned today that Clifford, the big red dog, weighs 87 tons. I mean, that's an absolute unit. That's a hell of a stat. Like, and insane. Dude, Gabe goes through a hell of a research to put those things together. Like, for the Thomas the Tank Engine, he looked up the exact model of train Thomas the Tank Engine is and found that there's only 10 in existence of that model. And then found so out Thomas how much is they exotic. Weighed. Yes. Thomas is very exotic. That's- yes. <laughs> that's professional. See, that's right the there. educational type of content that we want to learn. 100%. Something else we want to learn, a an, an account by the name of Chicago's team, at Do We Hear One, ask who will be DePaul's new coach? I mean, Coach K, apparently. According to Ian. I don't know, man. Like, if, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, if I'm DePaul, I'm holding on to Lato. Like, well, see, I mean, but you got to think of when Lato leaves. Because, I mean, you know he's going to take the Duke job. No, nah, it's Wojo's job. No, uh, but I mean, we we know like we know Norlander doesn't know what he's talking about. So we know that 
Wojo is not taking the floor slapping to Duke. That's Lado's job. I'm going to start that right now. Dave Lado is DL Duke legend. And Wojo. <laughs> What's he saying? <laughs> Wojo's going to Texas after Shaka <laughs> takes the next step up to DePaul. I guarantee you that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Andy's the betting guy. If you want advice on what's going to happen in the sports world, Andy is your go-to guy. His sources are unmatched. His sources are unmatched. Here's what's going to happen, guys. Rick Carter is going to lead Xavier TBT to a championship. Within three seasons, Dave Lato, you know, he's going to bring in some talent with that top five recruiting class, but they're not going to get it done. They're going to hire Rick Carter, and they're going to bring Captain X as an assistant coach. And that's where the, the coaching journey is going to start there for sure. So it's going to be, going to be coach Carter. I love it. And they're going to make it maybe coach a Carter too. Run. Yeah. Coach Carter Absolutely. too is going to be a banger. Yeah. hundred percent. Banger. Just met the broad a little early. Let's go to our banger. next question. I don't even have Jess. enough money. <laughs> Damn, that's, actually, that's actually pretty funny. That is, a, that is a good one. Good on you. But, uh, Let's go to our next question from Jess. She says, if you could participate in one Olympic sport, which would you choose? Now, she said participate. Doesn't mean you have to play in it. You could coach in it. Maybe you could be an assistant. You could be the water boy, the towel boy. I don't know. You could be the guy with the little curling, like, mop things. Maybe you, like, polish those. I mean, what (laughs) do you want to do? Andy, I'll take the polishing job. Olympic swimming lifeguard. That's got to be the easiest gig on the planet. Yeah, get on you. Some job security there. I'm just going to run and – I'm taking the luge. You just run and jump in the log. I mean, how tough can that be? I mean, let's call it what it is. It's just like – I don't know. You just run and jump. Like, how much control do you have of that thing when it's just whipping around You you really don't, which is kind of scary. Yeah, Um, like, how do you train for that? Like, I think – like, I bet you there's actually a bunch of, like, nuanced whatever. There definitely is, like, like weight shifting and – um, but it's like, I think I they feel do like, actually steer it. But if you threw me in there and I have no idea what I'm doing, if I ran and jumped in the log, would anyone be like, oh, this fucking amateur? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just running and jumping in the log like all these other guys. Like, is anyone be like, man, look at this fucking amateur out here jumping in the log like that? You know, I'm sure there's, you know, lose terms, but uh, man, that's a poor dismounted, you know, whatever the fucking words are. But would anyone really notice if they just threw a random guy in the luge? I, wouldn't. I don't know. I honestly although, think I could get away with it. Although, Unless it's someone that's just absolutely massive. It's like, man, this guy's not even <laughs> going to fit in the log. Like, if James Harden is running into it, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is not How many people real. get in the luge together? Is it two? Is it three? three four? four? Let, let's say it was like – I don't know. If, if it was us and Leighton Schrand, wouldn't he be like, oh, pff, these fucking – you know, look at these clowns. Like, these guys clearly don't belong. Like – we run five feet and jump in the log, yeah. Well, then, then like, I miss it. I miss the log and just land on my face. <laughs> There's a joke here somewhere, but I'm not going to touch it. Uh, <laughs> Cuba, let's keep moderating this thing. I feel like uh, you have, like, the world's worst job just moderating me and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, our next question is from our good friend Patrick. Just simply asking, and uh, timing's not great on it, but is UC on pause for COVID-19 or do they just wow. not have enough players on their team? Good on you, Pat. I'm just going to just sidestep this. And you know the tweet that's like, what's not a sport but feels like a sport? It's got to be moderating <laughs> Cap and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like moderating the presidential debates, Trump I was, and Biden. I was thinking I'll let you guys thing. fight who's who, but <laughs> just, well, only difference we're not fighting, we're just stupid in the same direction. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. <laughs> I mean, come on, Pat. I mean, like, read the, like, honestly, Pat, like, no, know the future. Come on. Now, this, yeah, definitely know the future. This was tweeted at 4.06. I think we found out around, like, 7, 6.30, something like that. I don't know. You just lose track of time after that. I learned from Fanta, Fanta Bomb in the chat. Just trying to enjoy it. Oh, Fanta comes in and says, stay tuned. And then hits us with that. Read the room, Fanta. Come on, man. Like, I'm like, all right, what's exciting? What's exciting? And there's fighting in the household. Like, come on, guys. Ugh. It's just not – doesn't do it for me, boys. Does not – uh, uh-uh, no. I guess to answer the question, I think they're on pause not because they don't have enough players. They just don't have enough D1 caliber players. No one saw that response coming. <laughs> I mean, Andy, I think your tweet – I think it was regarding football about the American athletic conference choosing not to uh, compete this fall. I mean, that tweet is still absolutely golden. That's a, that's a good one. Not because it's unsafe to do, to do so. They're going to play. They just won't be competitive. <laughs> that's a good tweet. Andy's, Andy's a volume shooter, but when he hits, he hits and you, you got to give him credit that, that, there. that rare hit. I'll, I just I'll love scrolling through Andy's Twitter, like, like four likes, seven likes, six likes, two likes, <laughs> 480, <laughs> four likes, three <laughs> likes, <laughs> 292, the, three. There's a, two. a quote tweet from Paul Scruggs. Yep. Then him in a, then him in a 100 tweet diatribe with some random fat guy that lives in his basement. And then <laughs> 17 followers. It's, it's one hell of a. I think it's funny when you see a new Twitter account, you scroll through like their last, you know, what do you do? You scroll through the last five, 10 tweets or whatever, see what they're all about. Andy's is just like. <laughs> It's just a golden needle stack, man. Like, like here's just one little piece of gold among all this bullshit. Oh man, I just gotta dig around all this shit to find my one little. You'll, piece you'll of find gold. one eventually. Yeah, you'll find one. <laughs> well, like, and then you see my pin tweet. Like, oh shit, that's actually pretty damn good. And then, oh sh- okay, that's it's, fucking uh, stupid. Yep. Yeah, hop hop it, in it the luge, worse. boys. It's all downhill from it gets here. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> You're a good man. The anti-coop. <laughs> and we have to point out Andy on Twitter changing his name for oh my God. pretty much whatever scenario is relevant at the time. <laughs> Currently, he is we've, – we've known him for – we still know him, even though it's not his name on there, as Abstinent Andy. And then it was anti-tide rolling Andy. Yeah, that, that was during the – Anti-red storm. Game. Anti-Red Storm Andy, which the timing was actually sensational. It was Xavier St. John's and the storming of the Capitol. Same time frame. I mean, that was, that was good. Yeah, actually, that was good. Coop, you were the one to point that out. That was good. It was wonderful. Now he's postponed roadkill Andy. So <laughs> I was roadkill Andy it, all day. I mean, and then had to change the postponed roadkill. <laughs> you know, I would like to see. I think we're all pretty active on Twitter most of the time. I would like to see our screen time from our phones to see how much time we spend on Twitter. Now, I will say a lot of mine's done on my laptop, so I can't really account for that. But I think collectively per day, we're over 24 hours. 
I'd say like normally, yes, I've definitely not been, I've definitely not been myself with the screen time the last couple months, but normally, oh my goodness, easily. I think we're, we're definitely beating the whole day without question. Andy is almost probably getting there by himself if we're being completely honest. Probably. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we're a little slow right now at work, so I got nothing Goodness better to gracious, do. And I'm already yeah. on Twitter enough. Like. That guy likes to tweet. Uh, and I just, I'm just excited for the days when he's just changing his, like, his Twitter name for any, like, random Twitter fight he gets in, like, anti-fat guy with two followers in his basement. <laughs> Andy I'll, I'll, never, I'll never change my name about someone else, though. It's about teams and sobriety. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's just gonna be like I can't wait for it to be like five lines of stuff. Like, it just I just want to see it build. Like everything you've ever been anti is just all in the name. And will he ever be pro anything? That's or is it because see, of my name doesn't start with a P though. Yeah, like I need I need the A. I think I'll be pro in well, something your other last than sports. Name, your your last name starts with a P. That is true. Use that. <laughs> Great something start. to think about. And- all right, we got some but ideas here. I, I do, I do feel like that you are more anti than pro with pretty much everything. I think we can count on maybe one to two hands, depending on how many fingers you have, of things you are actually for. I mean, dump trucks, baseball, beer, basketball, and that's about it. I'm a pretty simple man. <laughs> I'd like baptism. But my baptisms, love those. Inside of a dump truck. That'd be a good time. My honeymoon's gonna be inside a dump truck. Bud Light hot tub, the back of a hot, back of a pickup truck. Let's go. Dump truck. That's like a country here. song. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> Andy likes country. Can we talk about that for a second? I we love can. country music. Love country like, music. Like what's uh, like who who does country these days? Like I haven't. Heard heard of new country ever like I mean, Florida yeah, let's get an update on know. the pulse of country music andy let's go so the big the big new i mean obviously luke Combs is kind of like the god of country music right now he does not know to, how to write a bad song but someone else in that same uh category who doesn't know how to write a bad song is morgan wallen he has dropped a new album that i've been obsessed with kane brown's uh, gotta be up there too right kane brown is i, I want to see him live he's big time like he's he's a stud I, his voice is just so fucking beautiful. <laughs> God damn. Um, God damn it, Xavier. <laughs> See what you do. <laughs> Cole Swindell is high on my list. I, I went to his concert last summer. I'm a big Cole guy. Yeah. Love, love Cole Swindell. But then there's also the classic yeah, of Tim Cole. McGraw, Kenny Team X the Goat. Yeah, Team X the Goat. Although, I, I like your style. Like, Coop, I'm with you. Like, I used to like country. I, I came around after my first country concert when I was like 18, 19. I used to fucking hate the whole genre. I went to my first country concert, got absolutely blitzed, got almost a DUI, and, uh, and puked on like my first, like, nice date uh puked up a bunch of chipotle and corn and shit all over the lawn at riverbend um and then i started coming around that was a fun time and then you know i can kind of get into it but it's got to be the summer for me i can't get into country in the winter yeah yeah country and cold weather just they don't really mix it's definitely a summer's windows down type of type of vibe that it creates um but i mean i just love the I, i just love it too much to take a break from it like i understand the seasonal country fans I'm not one of them. Alexa, play Simple Man, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fellas, do we have anything else we want to get off our chests before we go uh, cry in a closet? Do we have any more questions? Uh, I think that was all the questions. I want to know yeah. how we're going to get this $7,583.42. Investing? 
That's actually a good question. So on a wire yeah, transfer? Why so specific? Guys, I was also it, thinking yeah, about this. Cash. The Levitard show just went like public and they're their own company now, so they can go they can do cameo. So they were talking about how much money they were all gonna do it collectively. This would be my last topic of the day. How much money they were gonna charge collectively for a cameo. And it got me thinking, how much could we charge for a cameo? Sixty-nine cents. Like that's not hard. I was thinking six yeah, sixty-nine cents was actually gonna be my response to. I think anything over a dollar would be just an absolute like highway robbery yeah absolutely <laughs> that'd be like paying like ferrari money for a toyota now oh, is it 69 cents for the individual or 69 cents for the collective unit as a group okay that's, okay we're I, an I absolute that's unit fair. yeah we, we we do everything together <laughs> and we're a team yeah we, we're a team man we're we a big three together it's big time we yeah 69 exactly together. three best friends anyone could have boys yeah if there was a fourth person that we had to add to this, I would say Takashi Six Nine would be my number one pick. <laughs> that that could be a future topic. Who would yeah. be the fourth person on this podcast? Takashi Six Nine. Oh, power rank that definitely top choice. Yeah, yeah, we should I mean, definitely we like talk about next that. candidates. Yeah, like it's like who's going to replace Dave Leto? You know, it's not going to happen tomorrow. Maybe probably not the next day. But you know, it's it's you know we got to brainstorm now. You got to make a contingency and plan. Who's going to replace Andy exactly. when he eventually gets kicked off here? Well, when you eventually get sued or something. Pod. <laughs> oh, I just think when he gets canceled or, you know, just says, you know, says to a ref, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to hit you with a blind stick and just gets completely canceled on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I was anticipating, like, F-bomb this, F-that. It was no, see, like, like, that's, that's what I said in the locker room, but not, then say it to the ref. Like, for some reason, I decided to get violent. And Andy I, I, I still I think about it, and I just want to I, I want to hit myself because it's so, one it's cringy, two it doesn't make sense, and three why what, what, did I, like, what did I accomplish? It just sounds like an anti joke that like a little kid would make. <laughs> no, like <laughs> you know, like four year write jokes like why does a dinosaur need friends? It's like I don't know why because we all do sometimes you know like jokes that just don't have any you know what I mean like it's not even like it's just like a okay like. <laughs> Cause like I mean, oh man, it's. <laughs> I think back to that and. That must I, have been anti-sex Andy Pickerella. There, there's a there, there's a reason that people did not respect me out there. I'm just really glad Julie's not here to hear that. Yeah, yeah, please don't tell her. Be having a field day. Thanks for oh, making my night though, man. No, was it was good. like so stupid too. <laughs> We've all so had that moment. Stupid. Bro. Oh I'm never God. going to be able to look at a blind person with their walking cane again without <laughs> thinking about that. Or just subconsciously so wanting to steal the stick. <laughs> Pull a crazy Steve and just chase around. <laughs> also, uh, sources tell me Stevie Wonder is not actually blind. There's a great video Dude. and a great story. A story. Good God. It's, it's called a fleet. Great story. Even getting to Coop. It's one thing for me <laughs> and great, Andy to be off, but oh my goodness. A great story from. Shaquille O'Neal, who happened to live in the same apartment building as Stevie Wonder, and he gets in the elevator, and Shaq doesn't say a word. And Stevie's like, what's up, Shaq? And then there's videos of him, like, catching things as they fall and, like, moving out of the <laughs> my way. My brother's been saying this for a while. My brother's been on this wave for, like, a decade. Like, my yeah. brother's, like, all over this wave. What does Stevie Wonder say after he saw the documentary? Uh, I wonder what. I have no idea. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here.
<laughs> this is so bad. I feel so bad for everyone listening to this, but at the same time, I don't. It's like, you know what I mean? You know he's out here getting into, bro. Yeah, it's a vibe, yeah, you know what I mean? You know what you signed up for. Yeah, just, just come on here. You know, Andy, I say we open this podcast in Marvin's room, you know, and, you know, it, it just is what it is, you know? It's sad boy hours, you know, but we're, you know, we're, we're yeah. thriving through it. We'll put a lot of sad music in it. As my voice cracks at 28, you know, we're out here thriving. I got a picture of a ham sandwich behind me and my voice is cracking and I'm about to chug, you know, orange, you know, orange soda hot sauce. And, you know, what even is life anymore, you know? And we don't know how to end these shows anymore, so we just do nonsense.